0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club, your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs, or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the Herd. But first, Please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil, Scott and Martin, as they kick off this week's discussion. Hello everyone, welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club and this week it is our Herd's Choice pick. It's going to be awesome. My name's Scott, uh, we've got all the boys plus uh, Sean, our Herd's Choice winner. So first of all, we'll say hi to Sean. Hi. Hey, hi, good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank we you. have we've got Shane up here. Oh, hi hi, Philip.
1: Sup, nerds.
0: And Martin way over there. Even though. There we go. Awesome. So, yes. So we are today talking about Batman White Knight from 2017, written and drawn by Sean Murphy, colored by Matt Hollingsworth <laughs> and lettered by Todd line Uh we're covering all eight issues. Um it's, it's a lot more than usual. We usually do four to six. So doing doing eight was a bit of a bit of a squeeze for some of us, I think. Um but there we go. Shane's donning his Batman hoodie there. Um so let's have a quick hello to see who's in the chat before we uh crack on. We've got Highland G. Hey, thank you for joining. And uh that's it so far. But um some others will pop in later on. So uh Sean, first of all, thank you very much for joining us.
2: I literally just finished this about 20 minutes ago because I've been (laughs) working all. I I started it at the weekend and then I forgot it was eight issues long. Forgot how long actually this book is. And then uh, Phil messaged me on Sunday and I said, Yeah, I'm actually reading it just as he was messaging me. And then I got sidetracked with work and I finished work at half eight. So (laughs) I didn't really (laughs) want to it. I had to sort of try and squeeze it all in. Speed read. Well done. Yeah, I had about three issues left. Um, But I had to have something to eat, obviously, beforehand, so, yeah.
0: Fantastic. So uh, what made you want to choose this book?
2: Um, This is one of the first Batman books I read. uh, Apart from Court of Arts, that was uh, originally the first one. Um, But this one sort of had a bigger impact on me because it shows it it was different to everything else that I'd read before, and it stuck with me. Um, It was just one of those ones where it was just interesting to see what would happen if the Joker was good or if it became normal. Mm. and i wanted to see the outcome of it and it was the story just kept me engaged the whole way through it it was really really well done and then that ending where you discover what's going on i won't spoil it just off obviously we'll talk about it as we we'll go along but yeah. yeah fantastic and the artwork was excellent too so
0: yeah guys is that synopsis enough for you or should we get a proper synopsis
2: if you want to you didn't you ask mean? for synopsis you just asked why so i know <laughs> that's right
0: but you were explaining it so much i was like Oh, that's basically a synopsis. But do you want to give us a quick <laughs> synopsis as well? What you, uh, yeah, what happened in this book?
2: Well, basically, uh, the story is that Batman's gone off the rails. Um, he's going a bit too far because the Joker's sort of pushing him over the edge. And this was a year a year prior to the the events in the book. Um, and he finally corners the Joker, who takes some pills that make him suddenly become sane again. But the story's about whether or not is he actually sane or is he just trying to trick everybody into thinking Batman is the bad guy?
0: Nailed it. And then we got a sprinkling of Harley Quins, and we have a, a new character, Neo Joker, and we have some mind control, and we have loads of different Batmobiles. It's awesome. But yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, let's. Oh, I got too many, too much choice now. Who should we? Who should we start <laughs> off with? Um, Phil, I, I know you really, really, really like this book. And if you could have, you would have picked this at some point down the line to to show up um, for the nerdhood. So, you know, give me your initial thoughts. I know you're a big Batman fan.
1: Uh, well basically like, uh, this was going to be picked. I think that was actually my next pick. So Sean got there ahead of me. And I recall, Sean, like I know you've watched us on on and off due, due to do the work commitments, but you've picked us a few times for the Herd's Choice.
2: Yeah, it's it's um, always it's always this one, yeah.
1: This this I mean we have read and talked about the Dark Knight Returns, I've read Year One, you know Long Halloween, Batman Hush. Like these are all books that are classics, classic Batman stories. I just find sometimes from the like they were in the 80s and 90s and whatever else. Some of the Batman Batman stories in between as good as they are, they're never quite that level. This is the one that's modern day that could easily be that level. Like this is one in 30 years time you can give to your kids and go this is a Batman book you must read. This is going to be in most people's must-read books of Batman. Um, the fact that it's an Elseworld or a black label helps it because they are quite, what's the word? They're quite uh, free with some of the details. Like Jason Todd being the first Robin, he wasn't. Uh, Jack Napier, uh, in case anyone gets confused, isn't really the Joker's name. There's no real set name for the Joker. There's really like three or four different names used for the actual Joker itself in like the main DC universe. So the fact that they can kind of play around with stuff um that's what we like we, we like the idea that you have this kind of freedom to do what you want with it and um neo joker was uh, a great story like a great way to introduce this this harley quinn wasn't the real harley quinn which is just as crazy as the Harley quinn would be type of thing and yeah i'm a big fan of this and the art is phenomenal we've seen the art in king of spies and we praise it then i'd be very surprised if we don't praise it again today
0: uh,
3: Shane? Uh, yeah, I mean, feels right. This is, in 30 years' time, this is this generation's killing joke. I know that's a big label to put that on is. But that's But I do feel that this is very much the killing joke. Um, it's very much inspired by it as well. You know, the one bad day for Commissioner Gordon. This is the one bad day for Batman. And it's just, it's so well done. It is so well written and the characters are fantastic and the artwork yeah I, I have a soft spot for sean murphy anyway since he saved barbara gordon from being a cosplayer in burnside to being this version of batgirl again so yeah. i do have a soft spot for him but this book is just just the idea of you know he the joker is not just crazy he's so smart and he's what he says you agree with you know he's like i didn't cause all this damage batman did it's like, I didn't do this. Batman did. I'm not the one that does that. Batman does this when he's chasing me. So like, you look at it and you're like, he's right. Yes, he's doing bad things. But most of the damage done to Gotham is caused by Batman chasing him. And it's not the Joker actually doing that part of it. And he's very logical and very intelligent. And it's nice to see that side of him. You do see it sometimes with the Joker. But to this level, I really enjoyed that. And two Harleys, I mean... If this book wasn't written for
4: me, who was it written for? <laughs> That's true. That's true, Martin. Well, for me, like many of us, I think we've been suffering from Batman fatigue lately. Um, so this, <laughs> But this was the book that snapped me out of it. This was just so well done from start to finish. You know, I think if anybody said to me, what is DC Black Label? What is Else Worlds? Right now, this would be the book I would give them. This is what you've got to read. This is Elseworld's perfectly done. You know, at the end of the day, there's so much um, homage paid through the pages for people of the movies, people of the anime series, people of uh, comic book history that they've read. There's something there for everybody that you could just dive into this, enjoy the story for what it is, and walk away loving everything that you've been told and learning a bit more about the characters as a whole. So for me, yeah, loved it. It It's great
0: i thought i thought this was very well written um but i did find myself comparing it to like harleen in terms of like the format and like the the layout of it all like you know this is a black label book so that harleen is the only other black label book that i've read and i found that you know not being a massive batman fan myself and having like a basing understanding of relationships and, and things like that harleen really held my hand to the origin of all that and how it how it began and you saw the whole thing blossom from start to finish but then reading this it is great and don't get me wrong but i feel like you need to have like some sort of prerequisite of the relationship between batman and joker um because if you don't understand like phil you said you know this this would be a a book to give to your kids or someone in the future to be like right this is a must read but you need to be able to read a lot of stuff before that to really understand the impact of the relationship between Batman and Joker and then when Jack goes I'm going to be the white knight if you're reading this for the first time this isn't going to be a oh shit moment as you might have it but like you know if 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 this is like the first ever book that someone's going to read for Batman people are just going to go oh okay cool white knight next page you know uh, <laughs> I- so
2: I agree and disagree with you on that. Yeah. Um I think the fact this was the second one I'd read of Batman. So I didn't have a lot of history with it. Yeah. So when you're reading it, it actually does break out how involved the Joker is with how obsessed he is with Batman. It doesn't need that backstory because it explains it already. It's the you asked earlier about the page that I picked. Mm. It's that page and that helps me develop the story and it shows me the human side
4: of the joker
2: and his obsession with batman and how you know arlie quinn is obsessed with joker but joker's more obsessed with batman and that page on its own just described that sort of origin story with the two of them so i don't think you need to have read killing joke because i read killing joke after this so i already knew from this story sort of that obsession because killing joke is mainly about the obsession that joker has this expands on it um without having to actually read killing joke for I, me I, anyway.
1: de- I definitely think you would benefit more certainly from from more of a backstory however you'd be hard pushed to find people who don't know batman and joker either if they're not comic book readers oh, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's even through pop culture through cartoons whatever there's some sort of layer there that you understand that that's like the even like the songs like the christmas song every year you know, Jingle bells, Batman smells, that kind of thing. You know, you know that's like there's the Joker's in there. You, you know rightly, Batman and Joker type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. but you're right. I think if you had more of a uh, likes the killing joke and, and how crazy the Joker can really be, and how obsessed he really is, this would this would benefit you. But still think that again in thirty years time, if you had to give somebody five Batman books to read, this would be one of the five. May not necessarily be the first one, but definitely one of the five.
0: Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. agree with that. Definitely. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so, art then. Um, Sean Murphy, again, you know, we read him for King of Spies. Um, really, 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 really good book. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's basically on point with the same. In the same style in it like for me what i noticed was the noses mm-hmm. sean sean murphy has, has got a nose he's he's got a he's, he's got a style of nose um but and, yeah, chin. but, and chins yeah. yeah um because i think a uh, king of spies it was um what's his name noland on something like that his, and his son yeah his son has the same face pretty much yes. as, as jack
1: I think I I made that comment on that live stream, that it was pretty much the Joker from from White Knight, and he is very very similar. Even this thing with this kind of lanky legs and pointy feet and stuff as well, quite similar to to Jack Napier.
0: What did you guys think of the app then overall?
4: Loved it, yeah. Gorgeous.
1: I mean, they're, every element. I mean, the the Batmobiles, the vehicles, the cities, the details—they're all great. Um, the designs, even like the guys in the GTO uniform, like they're all—they all look good. Like they all look really good. Like there's nothing. I mean, I think there are a few scenes whenever it's like from the helicopter and they're meant to be smaller on the screen or whatever. Like they're not done too neatly. there but I, remember, I just remember one where Batman actually finally gets near the new Joker at the bridge scene, and it's like really far away and it just looks like. There's not lot the of detail there, but there's not going to be. It's mm. it's meant to be from that perspective. But other than that, that's that's been clutching the straws. The art's fantastic, and the coloring, by the way, um, oh. I, I can't remember who the colours was on on King of Spies, uh, but this uh, Matt Hollingsworth was it? Scott? Yeah,
0: but beyond this, yeah,
1: it he also makes this just as good, um, with that with his colors because I think these these two work together a few times, Sean Murphy and Matt, Matt Hollingsworth on other books. And like, these are the, the two that go together. They're one of those partnerships in comics that you need to have together.
0: Mm. Uh, colorist is um, uh, Giovanna Nero for King Spice.
1: If that was Mount Hollingsworth, I'd probably top the leaderboard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Don't bite, don't bite, don't bite. Um, <laughs> well, one thing, right, it's probably absolutely nothing to even pick up, really, but I was always loving the way that he drew uh both harley's like their, their hair mm-hmm. i just loved the flow of it and the style of the layers it was awesome really liked it um and then just just the body language um throughout the, the entire book the whole i think was just done brilliantly especially the action scenes as well
3: but even when they were just standing there with a hand in a pocket you know, yeah. maybe one leg was straight; their hip was slanted. Like no one ever just stood up straight. They were always in some sort of position, and mm. like, it's nice little touches like that, little attention to detail. It just makes the book,
4: yeah.
0: You so know, it's not just standing,
4: a bit more.
0: Yeah, it makes it feel a bit more realistic, I guess, instead of just people yeah. standing there straight going, "Hello, I am Batman."
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I also just add for the art as well. Just, yeah, I. Mean, I, I, I... I collected this in single issues at the time. This is one of the first books I had on my pull list, and if I can remember correctly, there was no delays on releases. And we've commented before in other books that whenever the guy's doing the writing and the art, hmm. there's always a delay somewhere. Somewhere, but maybe maybe Sean Gordon had the time to get ahead of himself. But the fact that like, the art doesn't drop, if you want know mm-hmm. to say it's not like yep. it's going to catch up on, on release dates and and, and, and uh, deadlines. It just seems to be really good the whole way throughout. So I don't know, again, if he had all the time in the world to do this or else it's just that good, he can keep up with a schedule.
2: It might just simply have been that he had it all done and yeah. then he had a release slot for it. Um, because if yeah. you look at the level of detail in the artwork and the data writing, that would have taken a consider... Even doing one issue of this would have taken a considerable 100%. amount of time.
0: 100%. So
2: yeah, I, yeah. I would imagine it's probably been pre-done and then slotted into a time to fit.
3: I think that's probably a black label thing as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I've bought quite a few black label DC books, and I don't think any of them have <coughs> ever been delayed. And um, I mean, Harleen, that wasn't delayed. And that was the writer and artist, you know, yeah. smashing it every single issue with the art on that one. I don't think there was a single page in that book that had anything less than perfection on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's Thank lush. You. It's lush. Um, shall we look at our pages? I know we've, we're talking about it loads, but let's show everyone. Um, Okay, so let me get to everyone's pages. Here. Uh Sean, would you mind going first as a guest of honour sure. today? Um so.
2: Yeah. So here yeah, I've already mentioned it earlier. The reason why I picked this is more the human aspect of the page. I know people all might be say, Oh, Harley's half naked, but it's not, it's more the human aspect of it where you could see that she's obviously wanting Joker to love her, but he can't love anybody but Batman. There's his obsessions that Deep, that involved so it just shows the people that are generally considered monsters have a human side even though it's maybe perverse and twisted in a way it's still human nonetheless so that's the reason why i sort of picked this one it sort of stands out more to me compared to the others because you could pick any number of pages in this book but this is the one that sort of popped out a little bit more to me
0: yeah it's nice it's a really good contrast isn't it it's like you know uh ali is there like you know wanting affection and you know just uh, yeah, uh, a relationship with Joker and he's just uh, overwhelmed by his obsession with mm. Batman. Yeah. It's really good.
3: It's also a homage, isn't it, to the Killing Joke? Uh, sorry, no, it's not. To Mad Love, you know, where she's in the lingerie and she's like, do yeah. you want to rev up your Harley? And he's there trying to come up with a perfect plan to get Batman, you know, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's obsessed with Batman over his sexy girlfriend.
1: Huh. Still a great line, don't you want to rev up your Harley? I love that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is great. It is great. Uh, well, it's it's an awesome page. Thank you, Sean. Um, we'll go over to uh, Phil next.
1: Yeah, like as Sean mentioned, there's a few pages we could have picked, um, and of course I got here late, so I think my my original pick was already there in the in the list here. So I love the drama of this. Um, we've talked a few times about how we like the kind of the lettering to pop out a little bit and go mm. off the kind of panels, which is cool. But for me, the best part of that about this is the fact that the the bottom panel so Jack Napier's in the I'm, I'm sitting in the Gotham playstation and starts like losing control his meds are wearing off he's starting to turn back into the Joker and as soon as he does there's like dozens of guns pointed at him like that's just really dramatic and really it's cool it's really cool yeah and obviously you see the change and the, like the eyeball popping out and it's just a really cool page there was multiple cool pages you could have picked and if you look at the top panel as well like i mentioned like the gto outfits like how cool montoya is how cool yeah. Duke looks like they just look. Every, every character just looks cool in their own way and yeah. uh I just i just thought it was a great page
2: there's a a, a panel that jake uh says something that made me absolutely just burst out laughing and it's when he hits the penguin and says get out of the way happy feet yeah, happy <laughs> Yeah, I saw
0: that. Go out of the way, happy. That's brilliant. Uh Shane.
3: Yes. This um I didn't just pick it because of Harley, just so we're aware. I'm not <laughs> yeah. that I'm not that obsessed. You don't even like Harley, um, do you though? <laughs> I, <use> Harley. <laughs> I just it just tells a story on a single page. It just tells the story of the Joker and Harley's relationship and batman and the joker's relationship on a single page and i just thought it was done so well you've got like the killing joke up here with him as a comedian and you've got harley blood-soaked and broken the joker just it's just got everything that sums up this book for me mm. and it's just gorgeous the layout of it is fantastic how it's just yeah. layered on layered it's not
0: panels it's layered and i really and like they that. all like flow and blend into each other as well yeah it's really nice
1: and again, like, we'll talk about the writing later on. But the fact that the Joker Harley love affair romance—we're going to call it—is one of the huge arcs within this story. Like, it's like the, way, the fact that this portrays that really well here. Um, and yeah, uh, how
3: heartbreaking is the sign on her gun? Yeah,
1: yeah. The, the, the "Why don't you love me?" one is that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the blood And then is,
2: uh, Batman as a bad signal as well. So it's
1: yeah. yeah. And then you get that line as well later in the book, where it's like, um, thank you for giving me the chance to love you over again or something along those lines. Isn't it when he, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, that book is great. And it just highlights that kind of, that
0: arc really well. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I'll go for my next. Um, This is, uh, well, I I don't know if you noticed, but about halfway through the book, it, it kind of started turning into a Fast and the Furious kind of story. Um, everyone had their own car. That's why I put my name as too bats too furious. In a good way, um,
1: fast and furious sucks,
0: sucks. This is not. Yeah, but it, it it just it just got to a point where like all of the action was like car orientated, and yeah. it would just it just reminded me of the the fast films. Um, but anyway, it's a really cool page. You know, everyone's driving a different car. Um, I wanted to ask as well. Um. The the top panel there, that's the Tumblr, isn't it, from the mm-hmm. um, yeah. Christian oh, Bale yeah. films. Yeah. Was that car invented for the Christian Bale films Yes. and then brought yes. into this book?
1: Yeah. 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 I think right. Sean Gordon Murphy had said some point after he made this book that he just wanted to incorporate all mm. the Batmobiles because he thought they were all cool. So definitely yeah. that that is the Batman Begins uh, Tumblr. Yeah. It's, now in, it's now in the dc universe but it's not really because it's obviously world. but right. yeah
0: it's really cool though i was like i saw it and i was like i i know that one i know that car this is great but yeah it's, it's a really cool uh this is the page as well sean where he's, where he's talking about the the happy feet with yeah. the penguin um but i love the let,
1: way like for each panel as well sorry it's like to have the, each person's head yeah, that's what I was gonna my, say. Oh yeah, sorry. what oh car they're driving. It's, just, it's such a cool page. Yeah. This was meant like it's like, like Wacky, wacky Raceland. It's <laughs> not like Wacky Raceland. You've been sold this
2: place <laughs> today. Fast and Furious and Wacky Raceland. Boy <laughs> Is it Duke's, but is it um, the Happy Feet one, is that the one from the latest Batman movie? Because it looks very similar. Mm.
1: Apart from the I'm not well wouldn't be sure because uh, it was uh, written uh, on before. No, yeah. I
3: think that that's the um, 1939 Batmobile. I think, oh, okay. From his you first appearance, that. it's got the massive spoilers over
4: the wheels. Yeah, it's one of the oh. early ones. Okay, mm-hmm. so but I can, you I can... should
3: recognise the one in the bottom panel, Scott. Yes, please. It's the greatest Batmobile uh, of all wait, time. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Let, Let me get it back. Is this from one of the cartoons? Is this from the? Uh, it's
3: yeah, from it the cartoon. <laughs> one of <laughs> the
1: cartoons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Martin, we'll go over to you then. I've left you to last because you've got the same page as one of the uh, a viewer's pick. So here we go. So there it is.
4: See, for me, not only do I enjoy the use of shadows in this whole book, which is one mm. reason I chose this page, but when you actually get a closer look on this, the amount of memorabilia and nods to everything Batman that comes before... You can see the animated series. You've got Batman 89. You've got the Batmobiles on the floor there from like 86, right the way back to the 40s. Uh, sorry, 66, right the way back to the 40s. You know, the Nolan verse is taken into account. You've got Batman animated series suit on the four, bottom left hand corner. You've even got Lego Batman and Lego Joker up to the side, falling down the side. It's just a pure homage page. And it's sort of this is in the first issue. So it just gave me a little bit of an indication of what we were going into. It was, it was it's something for the fans, something that if you have had any knowledge on Batman, you know, you're going to get a little bit more. And what you've seen from previous pages, seeing the Batmobiles further on, again, it just touches upon it so much through the book. I just really enjoyed that. I spent so much time looking on this page when I finished the book. I went on google and i was zooming in on some of the pages just mm-hmm. to see where some of the batmobiles were from and like clicking on some even like the joker that's hanging from the top he's big gun that he has yeah pointed at the batwing bat, you know it's yeah. perfect it's just such a very well done page
3: i imagine and this is what phil's bedroom looks like
4: you're, you're, <laughs> you're spot on yes that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, um, this page was also chosen by Brian. He messaged us on Facebook. Um, he has said, uh, this shows the Joker's obsession with Batman has really gone full, uh, full on to beyond a healthy level. He has literally surrounded himself with Batman. I also like the nod to a lot of real-world merchandise in the picture, from the likenesses of Heath Ledger and the Batman 89 stuff all the way to the Batmobile toys in the foreground. I would imagine there are plenty of Bat fans that could tell us more about all the items on the page.
4: Phil, Definitely. go. Ahead. And Martin, Martin just did <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> this is the rest
0: of the show now. Mar- uh, Phil's just going to name everything. But yeah. There we go. There are pages. Thank you, everyone, uh, who sent a page in. Um Highland Gia said, uh, I love the Batman shaped Gotham uh, with the heart and Batman dripping onto Harley. So that was related to um Shane's page. Um and related to my pages looks more like a, the the Carmageddon game than the fast movies. That's another reference we feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh we've got a hi from Steve. Hi, thank you for joining. And we've got a hi from Liam. Thank you for joining see Um,
1: that page that martin and brian picked for me that the reason why i really like that page too because we've spoke many times about creators who who write a book or draw a book who don't care like for their characters you you Mm. can tell but again i've said before batman would top most polls of favorite characters for most people i would imagine but sean gordon murphy you can tell as a fan the fact that he puts all that in just from Mm -hmm. his own memory or from his own mind he's not like trying to he's trying to fit it in but into the story at the same time like this is all cool stuff all the different versions of Batman all the all the memorabilia this use that for Joker's obsession it's It's almost like he
2: knows exactly what to leave out as well because it doesn't touch I don't think it actually touches at all on the death of Batman's parents which is one of the the few books few books that doesn't do that because every other book does oh yeah so it's it's like you know there's it's overkill when you hear it in every single book you know it's why you know like yeah. sort of james yeah. biases Batman with all his being because it's in every book so might refer this to him to be you're, reading, if he changes you're, his opinion, But
1: you're right and you're the, the emotional stuff's coming from alfred like a father-like figure as opposed yeah. to actual parents um i think there's even a line somewhere that says like he stopped doing this as a like as like avenging his parents memory it mm. became something different um, and you're right. We've, we've mentioned that before. That you, everyone gets sick of seeing the same kind of scenes with the parents and stuff. So, but yeah, the emotional com- stuff comes from Alfred, which is which is really emotional as well.
0: Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> yes. On 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 onto the writing then. Yeah. Um, Martin, doing a kick us off with the
4: writing. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the writing on this. As, as we've touched on with the art you can tell that there's passion for the character with this with the writing in this you can tell he knew what he was going into um i think the way he wrote the joker in this really resonated with me because i've never seen the joker like this before so to see that t- that twist on the joker and the intelligence of him was just written so well i loved the way he wrote the two harleys Um, I was just thinking of Shane when I was reading this book because I just I just I love that they separately sort of for me, they separated the original Harley that we know and love with the new 52 and beyond. I just felt like we got that nice split and and a justifiable reason as well. you know, even with some of the side characters, you know, even down to the, the GCPD characters, they were all just so well written. Everything about them, the, the character development through it was great. I can't I can't pick any negatives, really. I, I'm struggling to pick a negative without gushing over this book too much. Well,
1: yeah. What I love about it is like from the start to the end of the book, it, it goes full circle. Joker's in prison. Batman's still the hero. What they gave us eight issues in between, which are brilliant. Do you know what I mean? They told a story, but we're back to where we were. But here's what could have happened essentially, like the Joker or sorry, Jack Napier, um, believe I mean, they're both the same. They mentioned in the book, they believe they knew what was best for Gotham. They're both going to save Gotham. And Jack Napier, Napier appeared like he was doing it with legitimate means, but of course, he was going above the law to do it. This is Batman goes above the law to do it, so there's exactly the same. So we go full circle, and like Batman's the hero or the, the vigilante we all need the dark knight you know and joker's back in jail um or back in arkham but then um the fact that batman realizes how hard he was on like, the bat family like that i just think it was written really well in between like he didn't need to have this we're back to where we were but here's eight, eight
2: issues of cracker story mm. and uh yeah i'm a fan sometimes that, I think some books can be a little too wordy um yeah. you know especially when it comes to comics because uh, half the story is told obviously in the art but this there's p- panels in this that mm-hmm. is just like dialogue after dialogue mm-hmm. after dialogue but at no point did I ever find a weak point that I find myself mm-hmm. disinterested I just wanted to read more and more yeah. and the story itself was like as I've been saying it's been so it was so engaging I didn't mind that there was all that dialogue half the time when I'm reading comic if there's too much I'm like oh, please just end already this, no, yeah,
1: it's almost like it was we'll a slow burn, it's not negative, it's, a, it's like a slow burn up until the fast and the furious scene, really. It's just laying the whole story, yes. everyone's motivation, and then Trying it kind of say. builds up to this. And again, as Sean said, like, not one point was I bored reading this, not one point I think there's too many words, not one point that I think it was too verbose,
0: oh. <laughs> Got in again.
1: and um, yeah, I mean. Again, it wasn't loads of action, but it was all like the scheming and the planning and the fact that like Batman was quite irrational and emotional, obviously with Alfred dying and then obviously to his death. Um he was quite erratic as they uh, but he always believed that Joker was you know, still scheming and he was he was right. Mm. So Batman also has a plan and always comes out in the end as the good guy.
0: I quite liked the Natural progression of uh, the creation of the GTO, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't just. And then they made the GTO. It was you know there was legit uh, reasoning and the writing uh, for that was very clever. Like as a reader, I was even going. Yeah, I mean the GTO makes total sense. I think I think they should have the GTO. I think everyone would be far better off if everyone just worked together under one organization. And th- that's what I really enjoyed was the fact that Sean Murphy was able to uh, make me feel like that. You know, essentially, I'm on Jack Napier's side. You know, I, I'm I'm not going. Batman's the bad guy, but I'm like, Batman is like. The guy like he's on the he's the grey, he's on the grey line kind of thing. He's like, you know, I'm not quite sure, but then everything that Joker is saying or Jack Napier is saying is sound and makes sense and would work in the better interest uh of, of Gotham. And um I think Sean Murphy would be a very good politician.
1: Yeah. But the way <laughs> <If> the way <laughs> they do that as well, the fact that they, they want to make the public Fall in line with Jack Napier because yeah. he funded to the taxpayers' money. Like mm-hmm. the what's it called, the Gotham or the Batman? What was that yeah, the, the, the Devastation Devastation yeah. Fund
0: mm-hmm.
1: was funded by the taxpayer, but it's not. We find it's funded by Bruce Wayne. So okay. Bruce Wayne knows that I, I'm Batman. I'm destroying everything. Okay, I'll pay for it. You know, yeah, destroy yeah, your yeah. bridge. Okay, here's you know ten million pound. Build a new here's bridge. New
0: bridge money. And then yeah.
1: whenever he finds out, like Bruce finds out, like the the the, the rich people, the elite one percent, are actually making money off it. He snaps and loses his mind. So Bruce Wayne and Batman is always the good guy in those gray areas. So he's not portrayed to be the bad guy that mm. Jack Napier kind of you know, yeah. lays him out to be type of thing. And I just think the way it's kind of to and fro, you can really side with either or, to be honest. Then, of course, Jack Napier was the schemer. Who-
2: I think, though, that, that what you're mentioning there as well, there's a sort of take, if you look at the newscast, that sort of this book shows that people can be swayed just by mm-hmm. saying only one side of a story yeah so it's you know you don't see the Bruce Wayne Batman side on the news you see from the point of Jack Napier because the newscaster is on his side but the other newscaster possibly isn't but she does she keeps getting overridden every time she yeah. mentioned it you know he says well it's a good point this that and the other but you've got also the fact that um you said there about uh, the fund is used by bruce wayne to repair the city because you always sort of wonder like think to yourself how much damage does this kind of city sustain how can it be funded it's a poor because hmm. most people are poor so where's the money coming from um and then obviously you've got like the creation of the gcpd i, I keep forgetting the name of it again but, GTO. gto the uh the fact that why didn't batman share his technology so bringing that to the forefront as well, and yeah. then realizing coming full circle at the end, him realizing I should have
1: done this in the past. Yeah, but that's that's a, that's the learning curve for me in this book that Batman realizes, like, okay, I for years I didn't trust anybody to use my Batmobiles and my technology. Or the keys to fill in the wrong hands, but we're at the point now where you need to change how things are. We need to do something differently. Jack Napier showed us that, mm-hmm. um, and that's why see he, he 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 at the end gives all the keys to his Batmobiles, which I find really strange, by the way. I doubt very much the Batmobile has a key like we all have keys for our cars like a or mm. Astra has the same kind of key as the Batmobile I just I don't I don't buy into that that's that's the negative that's the one negative I'm thinking yeah keys. I mean he, in
3: Batman in Batman returns he speaks into his gauntlet doesn't he and the shields go round mm. so I he he just says open Batmobile and it opens so yeah. he doesn't need a key <laughs>
0: um we have uh JD Smith on uh twitch is asking. Alfred died. He did in this story, but this is an Elseworld story. So
1: he dies.
2: Also, in new is it new? Not new. Fifty-two. You know, the he, he's,
1: he's dead. He's dead currently. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> boilers. Wow. If you want okay. to read
3: a book where he's alive, he's alive in Deceased.
0: Aren't they doing like a, a? are they bringing the out like being? a a young Alfred story? I saw like I on the orders It's called Pain in the Butler.
1: Oh. Well,
3: <laughs> Ah, oh, the yeah. the Pennyworth TV series is really good if you yeah, want to see an yeah. Alfred centric show.
0: Okay,
1: basically, um, if you if you want to know where DC went wrong, um, Tom King k- killed off Alfred, and now they can't figure where to bring no, him back. you could have
3: just stopped
2: at Tom King if you want to know where yeah. DC went wrong. Tom King, <laughs> Tom King. right there. I think it's also the only major key in that entire run as well. It's considered yeah. the only major key. Number um, seventy-seven. I have it. Maybe yeah, all those It's it's still not worth anything, so it's... It will be be one day, hopefully. Maybe.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, JD is also saying, uh, Wayne is a capitalist who beats on those stunned from (laughs) standard society expectations. No wonder why there are so many villains in Gotham. Bruce Wayne keeps his money and uses it to punish the
2: desperate.
3: I don't think JD has read a Batman book. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've actually read it.
2: it a couple of times thinking myself. Is that entirely accurate? I think it's very misconstrued. It's yeah. funny though, because
1: yeah. there are people who, who think things like Batman made a fascist and stuff as well. Like even done it in the in the Blue Beetle um oh. trailer and stuff. Like there's different how to get people, people
3: to not watch your film Batman no, the Fascist. P- people have different
1: opinions <laughs> off Batman. Um I just think he's a hero. He's the number one hero of all time. In my opinion. Bruce
3: Wayne does what he can in the light while Batman does what he can in the darkness. That's mm-hmm. you know how Batman and Bruce and, Wayne work.
1: And because Gotham is so, such a dire place, they need to operate in those grey areas that Scott mentioned. Mm. That's why we need... He's the hero... What's, what's the line? It's the hero we, des- we don't deserve, but the hero we need right now.
4: I've got a um, question for you guys. Did you sure find re- reading through this story, I felt I was very conflicted over what side I was sitting on throughout the whole book because I thought the story was written so well. There was times where I was, I was behind Jack Napier's opinions and why the justification of certain things were happening, but then I would then fall in line with you know Nightwing and and Batgirl. You could understand why they were challenging Bruce on what he was doing, but then as we've said, uh, full circle, it comes round. You think, well, actually, you know, Batman was sort of right at the end. You know, did anybody else have that through this book where they were just continuously conflicted? With what side you were sitting on.
0: For most of the time, I was very rarely Team Batman. I was Team Jack, and then sometimes Team Nightwing. Um, But it wasn't until the end where, you know, the writer, as intended, makes Batman look like the good guy at the end. Then I go, okay, you know, I've said before, I read things, and I do not put any of my own thought or predictability or whatever. I just go for the ride and i let the writer make me feel how i should feel so i was team jack bit of team nightwing and then at the end oh okay batman's all right now
1: well i'm always team he, batman batman was always in control even when he was erratic and he was emotional of alfred like the fact that he, he let jack napier beat him in a fight and arrest him like he wanted that to happen because he knew it had to happen he even said i like, could do you want me to take myself out of these cuffs or do you want to do it like he knows yeah yeah. he's in control that like batman's always in control so I, i'm always team batman
3: well for me i was team batman by default because of everything i've read you know being a massive comic book fan i know batman mm-hmm. and I, I i like to think i know the joker so for a very very long time I was very suspicious. I was like, well, this is clearly just another scheme. He's clearly not okay. He's just taken a pill to dye his skin, you know, and make himself look normal so that he can pass. And then he'll just, right at the end, he'll go, ha ha, Batman, I got you. And I didn't even have to swing a punch. And it, you know, but then as you get to, I think I was probably about six or seven. I know it was a long way into the book when I was like, actually, I think he might be normal and okay. And I don't there think this is. is. <laughs> I don't think this is. A... I was like, I was waiting for the shoe to drop. I was like, maybe he's going to do it when he's with Harley. You know, it's going to slip. And every time the face kept slipping out, I was like, maybe he can't hold it as much as he's trying to. And I was just waiting for him to go, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. But it didn't come. And I was pleasantly
2: surprised. I think there's, there's something... When you're reading a book and heroes and bad guys, the best type of bad guy for me is always the human bad guy. Yeah. Your Lex Luthor, your are Joker, not necessarily Darkseid or um, Thanos, or whoever it is. I always find a human bad guy is actually more dangerous because when it comes to, you don't know what they're gonna do, whereas opposed to Thanos, you know what his ultimate aim is. Darkseid, you know what his ultimate aim is. It's the same thing over and over again. But with these sort of villains, I prefer the human aspect of it, so it's it's more intricate when they're doing if, if it's done well, which this story definitely is, and it's why it's so highly ranked on my list of what I've read so far. So it's yeah, it's I I, I love to see more stories like this. I haven't read any of the other White Knight after this. So I believe there there, there is more. Yeah, more
0: I've, four. I've got the list if uh, people want to know. Um, mm-hmm. so we've just read White Knight. Uh, After that, then, there's the Curse of the White Knight. That's eight issues, but then that's followed by uh, another issue at the end called White Knight Presents Von Vries. Brilliant. Um, Then it goes on to a six-issue run called White Knight Presents Harley Quinn. Uh, And then we have a little spin-off, Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Red. Uh, That's just the sixth issue of that ties into present Harley Quinn stuff, and now we have the Batman Beyond the White Knight
2: stuff. And is it all show Murphy?
1: Yeah. Well, so the 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 Harley Quinn one, I think he's the it's writer. Wife. Oh, his wife, his wife, and uh Mario Scalera is the artist. His wife's. The oh, artist. Nice. and are the ones yeah.
2: after this any
1: good? Yes. Curses. Yeah.
2: You've heard it yeah, you here. The, the next, the next oh. one is
1: really good. The, the next, next one's really one good. will just. <laughs> Yeah, and see that one, <laughs> see that one shot, that fun freeze one shot, that's fantastic. That's a is fantastic it? one shot. Yeah, um, the one there's new stuff coming out as well. I think due out the next month or so as well. Uh, another Red Joker. Hood.
3: What's one what is it? I thought Redford was coming out. No, Red Hood's Redford. the one
1: that's just, that's just finished. There's a new series starting soon as well. Um, he, he's, he's building his own little corner. of the a Murphyverse. Yeah, Murphyverse. Um, and <laughs> he's... It needs this. This, in my opinion, needs to be an animated
2: series. I'd watch I, it. I yeah. think I'd I like to see this as a like an absolute, where you've got a couple of the volumes in absolute. Oh, they, they, they will be. They
1: will be. They, the artwork in
2: this it, absolute versions are required to have. the they, they artwork you always add to the end. That's not necessarily included. This he must have loads sitting yeah. there.
1: I think. I think this a big surprise if this doesn't get the absolute treatment. Certainly, the whole collect the whole collection will get an omnibus at some stage, but um, yeah, like I don't want to read on. You don't?
0: Well, yeah, I do. No, listen, okay, I do, but I don't want to collect the trades. I'm I'm happy to read on, but I will wait for omnibus, absolute, whatever. uh, and then I'll go for it. But at the moment, I don't want to have a few different trades relating to this. I just want one book. Where I can just read it all in one hit. Um and how this has gone, if the rest are of the same like um caliber, then that'll be you know that that's that's good for me to know because that's you know that puts confidence in me to buy it.
1: I honestly think, Scott, you would prefer the curse of the White Knight over this. Just okay. the the way that book is, the kind of uh, mythos included, uh, it's 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 something you would appreciate as a Batman book. And now that we've read this and heard, I can freely pick this this yes. next volume. <laughs> and the guys who are watching live in three weeks' time, you want to pick the herd's
2: choice as the Curse of the White Knight? There we go. <laughs> I'd
0: I'd be up for it. I'd be up for
4: it.
2: I'd I'm just good. gonna make sure I mark it down to zero and just not watch. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Does anybody know uh, if actually he's wrapping this up um, with Beyond the White Knight? Is that yeah. going to be the end of it, or are we going to be seeing something else?
1: There is something else coming out that's been solicited for, for the next month or two, and it's I, I think it's another like, kind of side thing. It's not like a, a main story. Like, the Hardy Quinn one was like a side story type of thing, slightly different. Um, this, I think, may be four or five issues coming up, but it's, there is another volume, essentially.
4: Um obviously we're not going to see an omnibus at any point soon until the whole mm. lot gets wrapped up um i think at the moment i'm probably going to continue picking it up in deluxes because i know we've got yeah, this run and you've got the curse in a deluxe i'd like to see the others picked up in deluxe because i'll be quite happy to have them
2: i didn't know this was in deluxe so i'm glad to know mm-hmm. that because i haven't probably picked that up
0: oh yeah i think i prefer it in deluxe oh all right oh, yeah, yes. <sighs> For anyone listening, show's filling off. Uh show, f- geez. She is was filling off. Me. show is filling off. <laughs> Hill is showing off his, uh, his stuff. Um, his, his hard cup is there. Um, wow. Well, all right. Someone someone say something else, please.
3: <laughs> Can I ask, what did you think of the second Harley, basically, and how the Joker just found her one day and just assumed that was- she was Harley?
1: I agree. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. Like
4: that yeah, he shows he shows their so
3: little. Yeah, he shows so little interest in anything Harley is, where, what she looks like, what she sounds like, that he just finds a blonde girl in a bank and he's like, you must be Harley, come along. I thought that was heartbreaking. There's that little but backstory hilarious. that
2: makes, this, that makes this over, the, the whole thing so good because there's lots of that, you know, and the fact that she's you know, about to about at the end of her life and he comes in, potentially actually saves her. But whether she is saved because she's become early, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's just as we subtle things that make this story just great. So that's
1: the thing, that the, the Neo Joker, what was her name? Something Drews, Amanda uh, Drews. Marian. Marian. Is that somebody in the current DC universe? No. So no. she's obviously portrayed as like she's broken and she's cutting herself working in the bank and so on. And Sean says the Joker kind of saves her. He does. She like, doesn't harm herself any, anymore. She just falls in love with the Joker, mm. and she she fills that void of Harley because obviously Harley's left uh, the real Harley. Um, and the fact that like, and I haven't read the New Fifty Two stuff, but Martin touched on that like, it separates the two. So yeah. pre New Fifty Two is that how is that how the New Fifty Two Harley Quinn is? This kind of chaotic. Yes. And
4: look, look, it's it's it's, it's weird. I, I think for me, when I saw this change, it made me think that. He appreciates what Harley, the original Harley, is. And are the fact that he took... reading
3: my notes, Martin.
4: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he took this version of Harley, scrapped her, and turned it into something else. I don't want to put words in the writer's mouth, but it just says to me, you don't like what Harley's become. You That's emphasize exactly what Harley it. was, and you just put her up there on a pedestal for the whole book even to the point where the biggest twist in the book that I never saw coming, I don't know if you lads saw it, was about Harley. You know, it yep. just...
2: She she was pulling yeah. the strings yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Didn't see the, it, uh, not, the first retreat did not see it coming, I'll be honest.
1: Yeah. Um, just on that, what we discussed there, so there is another book coming out at the minute. Um, sorry, it's due out in May. It's six issues. It's called Batman, White Knight Percent's Generation Joker. Um, I don't want to spoil um, anything yeah. for the second book, but that's generation Some... joker yeah yeah. See what's you think, yeah nice so there's six, cool. six issues of that come out in may and there's a comment there from ste i think he says there's quite a few few more books planned and this is the thing he could do loads more it's been elseworld you could literally do anything in this universe with this batman design because i personally think this batman design is one of the best ones there's been in a long time mm. The Elseworld stuff is
3: just so much better than the mainstream stuff, though. I mean, like, I, I, I'm I, not reading any of the mainstream stuff anymore. I'm reading Deceased and DC vs. Vampires and White Knight. You know, I'm reading these Elseworld stories because anything in the mainstream now is just not for me. It's yeah. just not good. But this, where the writer has full control and is allowed to do whatever they want it just makes it more interesting because you don't know what's going to happen you know at the end of this book he could have killed batman and joker and commissioner gordon and batgirl and nightwing he could have killed everyone if he wanted to he was free to do that so you're you're never comfortable when you read an elseworlds book and i like that feeling you're you never Mm. feel that you're going to get to the end of the book and everyone's going to make it out alive and that's just more interesting to me now Let's
1: say he killed alfred and i i don't know how many times alfred's died in the dc universe but i don't think it's been that many times um <laughs> it's it's okay, right now. <laughs> this is one of the first times i have certainly seen it um so that, i think you know, that's the beauty of an elseworld or a black label that you do mm-hmm. have freedom, as i mentioned before even like some details of like you know the new Hardy quinn the the jason todd the mentioned he was the first joker or the first robin he wasn't i'm pretty certain he wasn't dick grayson was the first robin um the fact that they can use the same details very loosely to tell his story his way does it say
2: he is he is the first robin though or is it not the one that he loves most no it's it's, nightwing says he's the first the first
3: robin uh, he was the first
1: Robin because that's uh, again even in the main continuity batman's obviously always you know haunted by the kind of jason todd robin death i would call it that um but obviously here there's a real reason for it because he was the first Robin, the first kid under his wing to be the Robin, and he kind of put him in that position. And obviously <clears> he <throat> then says, I wish I'd never met Bruce Wayne. Um, uh, that was so such he, a
3: great scene when Harley yeah. saves him. Like Joker's about, he's got his straight razor and he's going to kill him. And she comes running down and she stops him and she just tells him, like, this is too far. She's the only thing that keeps him a little bit grounded, isn't she? She's, she's the only moral compass he has because he doesn't have one of his own.
1: And I, I really like Batman's relationship with Harley as well. Like, they're yeah. making secret and stuff. And, like, like it's...
3: But This is because this is Harley. This is the real Harley Quinn. Like, this is Harley Quinn. This is someone who has read Harley in the DC Universe pre New 52 and appreciates the growth and the character that she became and the maturity that the character has. That's something that New 52 never understood. They think she's just this tween that follows. The joker around and dresses up like a jester she's not she's a woman she's a very intelligent woman she's a psychologist she's she's just she's this this is who she is and this i just sean murphy just really really understands her and as i was reading this i was like yes 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 thank you 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 two have separated pre and new 52 harley quinn's and it is just perfectly done she's a woman She knows what she wants. She's she's responsible for the whole book. She created the drug that tried to cure Jack. You know, she put the plan into motion and put the little seeds all the way along to get everything to happen as it should. And it just shows her intelligence. And if you carry on reading, that just continues on.
0: Shall we uh, get on to the verdicts? Yes. After that note, that that sounds like that was your final thought, Shane. But um, let's do it (laughs) properly. Um, For everyone who's read the book, uh, please let us know what you think. Give us a score out of 10. We'll add it together to give an audience score, and uh, we'll add it to ours and to get the grand total and see where it comes on the top 10, if it comes on the top 10. Uh, it sounds like it will. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and let's start with Martin, please.
4: I was hoping you were going to start with me. Oh. Uh, right, I've got a score down here but I'm going to go up from my original score after this discussion. Yeah. I love the art all the way through. You know, the use of shadows and the designs of each character's, the way the evolution of the character's designs change, which just brilliant. As we've discussed about Harley, you know, the, the character differential from New 52 and the original Harley, amazing. Even the fact that the story is, is revolved around Harley was great. I thought the relationship with Batman and Joker was just perfect all the way through. Um, I think that this book, if you do not own it, the question I'll ask is why don't you own it? And you need to get your ass out there and go and pick up a copy of this book self on your shelf. So for me, this is probably the, my favorite Batman book I have read so far. This is a nine out of ten from me.
0: Oof! nice. Oof. nice. Great. Uh, Philip,
1: I have also increased my score slightly um just oh. through having this discussion because this is what's all about um you can't
0: get higher than a 10.
1: well this wasn't <laughs> a 10 um, it's no dark knight <laughs> returns um i mentioned at the start that this is one of like the five books I would be given someone so many years from now, and i said you must read mm. this batman book um and for me it's, it's it's a modern classic like it's hard to kind of get that level of book like it's a killing joke dark knight returns batman year one long halloween hush it's hard to reach that level of batman because it's so such a big thing so popular and it comes in every two weeks it's hard to get that level of story the fact that it's a black label helps it obviously um the art is flawless like, well i love the art i love the colors we love the detail uh, the shadows um the character designs the look cool the fact that as well in this book that he's used all the batmobiles he's used pretty much the whole rogues gallery because they're all brainwashed but it doesn't feel cluttered you know all that stuff of the memorabilia and joker's cell like it's just the art is fantastic the story is really good i love the the, the two harleys the neo joker and again it's, it's i'd have a lot of joy reading this um it's not dark knight returns to me level yet but if you know that i've read dark knight returns multiple times this is a book i will read multiple times and my score will probably go up as the years go on, because I think you will notice things the more read you have of this. And I know what's to come with this universe. And if he's really like this, he's well like, what's next? Um, so I was originally a point five, but I'm up to nine, just because I've enjoyed and fun with this discussion to nine to 10.
0: Right, uh, Shane.
3: I love this book and I stand by the fact that this <laughs> will one day be spoken about like the killing joke I think this, um, it could be a detriment that there are more volumes coming out. Like if this was a standalone thing and there was nothing to follow it, then I think maybe. But I think with so many coming out, if some of them waver in quality, then people's memories of this could waver and that could be a shame. This could have the Klaus effect if they do too many of them, you know, where the overall score of the whole story Mm. goes down. But this is fantastic. If you haven't read this, that you should read this. If you like batman if you like the joker and harley quinn and all that it gets extra props from me for the little cameo of um roxy rocket just riding around I, I haven't seen her in comics for years so it was nice to see her just everything sean murphy has utter respect for every single character in this book and that just hits home for me and it all i can't give it a 10 because i did give the killing joker 10 and this isn't there yet but ask me in 30 years and I (laughs) might just do, (laughs) but I'm going to give this a 9.5. I absolutely love this.
2: Nice. Great. Uh, Sean? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much covered everything that there is to say about this book. Uh, For me, it's the impact. So what sort of impact did it have compared to other books that I've read? So I've read a lot of Batman. Black Mirror um, was very good. Um, Court of Owls, superb um but it's just where does it stand with the other batman books that i've read and for me does his head and shoulders above them only brown red dark knight returns so forgive me for that one but it's mm-hmm. but for me it is about the impact that this book has um i want to compare the other books that i've read you know lexus your sandman's the someone's killing the children's canto uh, where does it fit in amongst those it's is there anything that it has a weak? is it weak anywhere and the problem is I struggle to find a weakness in the book is there a flaw in the book no the writing superb the narration in general is superb artwork is phenomenal um even the lettering in the book mm-hmm. is and it's not spoken about enough but it's placed correctly I mean there, there's this almost sexing where the covering yeah hardly, do you know what I mean but then you've also got the the ha 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 words in green that stands out makes it that makes the whole story, the whole narration pop. So, when you're sort of marking out a 10, I sort of got read, Is there any weak points in this? And for me, there isn't, so I have to give it a 10 because I can't find a weak point in it. If I could find a weak point, I would mark it down to 9.5. But I've yet to read a Batman book that's had this impact on me, and nice. that's why. Well
1: Sean, why did you have to pick this? Because I only got these scores on my <laughs> pick, Can I'm on top of the leaderboard.
0: Great, uh, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'll we give it. Got, I've
2: still got uh, Scott his score, so. I still yeah. got me to do his yeah. score. Four to ten. Uh, it's a score, so four Two from <laughs> one Scott. Uh, so uh, yeah,
0: two scores in the chat. Last chance for anyone else to get a score in. Um, yeah, this was a really uh, cleverly written story for for Sean Murphy to create this little pocket Elseworld universe and expand upon it and you know they're still bringing books out to this day like he started this in 2017 six years later people are still wanting more um it's it's very well done and you know the thing that grabbed me most of all was spinning my allegiances from Batman to Joker to Jack Napier um my only downfall is that you know whilst I know Who all of these characters are? If people are gonna go into this story having not really read Batman before, don't know who Nightwing is, don't you know they mention Jason Todd, you know they got Barbara Gordon, um, Batgirl. Like, who are these people? And there's no kind of like explanation for those. So that's my downfall. Like, it's not, it's not, you know what I mean. It's not my downfall, but it's like the only downfall I see in this story that it's not very. Uh, inviting for new readers of Batman you need to have the kind of prerequisite you need to have to like you know these pre-reads to be able to understand the characters and and the relationships and the impacts um, in this kind of stuff Um, so based on all of that I'm gonna go for an eight Nice. so there we go Um, perfect so we got all of our scores in Um, we have um, one score from Brian And we got one score from Kev. I'll say Kev's now because he hasn't given a reason. He's gone for 7.5. That's for Kev. Uh, Brian. um, Brian has said, I'm not a DC fan and I've never really liked Batman, but this seemed something special. The writing was spot on. Uh, as was the art. Great story from start to finish. I would like this so much that I read it all in one sitting, then went on to Volume 2 and the Red Hood special as well, and had I had the time I would have read the Harley Quinn (laughs) six-issue series as well, as she was uh, a start-out character in the story for sure. Uh, This even makes me want to read more Batman, so I will check out more from the Nerd back catalogue as there must be at least one more good Batman tale. At least. At least. (laughs) He's given it an 8.5. So, the scores are in. We've got um, 8.5 from Stee in the chat, and we have a 9 from Liam as well. Um, So, based on all of the scores from the hood, including Sean's as well, uh, we have an average of 8.7. Adding that onto Phil's 9, Shane's 9.5, my 8, and Martin's 9, we get an average of 8.8. Ooh. Ooh, is this so, is this where tight? does it go on the leaderboard? Oh, <laughs> joint first on the leaderboard <laughs> no way. with Stray Dogs, eight point eight. If we I, care, wrong, I wanted to
2: try and get number one again so yeah <laughs>
0: the last time yeah you gave us Canto and we had a number one from that so thank you very much but there we go so there we go joint first i'll show you the rest of the leaderboard as well i may as well there we go there's the rest um you're gonna have to do a batman leaderboard soon scott oh that's true yeah. that's true <laughs> oh, i could do that that's end of the show sorted Batman. <laughs> um, great so what's coming up on the nerdhood channel this week nothing else kevin hasn't got a video for us this week but you can go ahead and look at his back catalog of amazing how to draw videos his most recent one was how to draw grogu he has also done a how to draw batman so if you are interested in that go and have a look it's absolutely awesome and he's a very fantastic artist um nothing else coming from us on the channel this week though Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and tell you what we've got coming up next There we go, Philip, everyone on the podcast listeners. What are we reading for your pick next week?
1: This is Invincible, Volume 1. It's the book I have been itching nice. to get into ever since I watched the animated series. Yes, Sean's showing it off there. That's the same one I have. Um, the Amazon animated series was great. I want to read source material. So here we go, Volume 1 of Invincible. Awesome.
2: Do you know when I was picking last week, that was actually my second pick? There uh, go, you got two packs in a row then. <laughs> 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 so it's Funny. not looking down near your shed or anything, just sort of looking around and see what you've got.
1: Have you on been, <laughs> been spying you have? Just see for
2: Sean.
3: It. It. <laughs> He's just through the window <laughs> looking at
0: <laughs> <clears throat> So we've got Liam saying, yay, Invincible. Uh, Connie is saying, ooh, nice, it's on my TBR. And Steve is saying, ooh, just picked up the first hardcover for that recently awesome so it looks like we'll have a few people reading along getting involved make sure you come next week uh but that is it from us this week and we just have to say goodbye and get our waves out bye bye everyone (laughs) love you (laughs)